Welcome to Real 45 with Stefan and Greg Hancock. We vibe out and have real talk, so tune in and check this Welcome to the Real 45 Podcast, episode number 48. 48. 48. That would be 48. 48. That means 48, 49, 50, 51. Four weeks. And then we're a whole year. Right. I didn't know where you were going with that when you started counting. I'm going like, what? What do you mean? Are you going to count to 100 right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, people, yeah, we've uh, you know, we reached our 45 milestone a while back. And uh, yeah, we're still flowing. But yeah, we got a recap last week. We're really excited that you guys uh, took advantage and listened to last week's episode and and uh, like the idea of being a part of the Real 45 podcast and also, more importantly, finding out what's happening inside the van. Yeah, I want to know that. You've got, yeah, you haven't really been in the van like that, have you? No, not with the... No, I haven't. <clears throat> We've been on trips, but not with the crew. Yeah, but see, there's like a sacred circle there too, like the circle of trust, you know, from Meet the Fockers or... so sometimes every you you can all get in the van but it just doesn't happen because it's not the circle no so you gotta be if you're in the van you're you can be in the van no problem but if you're in the van then that's what happens that's when shit happens Mm -hmm. the real shit comes out that would be interesting no beating around the bush it just comes out. The shit comes out. The shit comes out. <laughs> no kids should yeah. be listening to this. This is censored. Explain this one. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, you guys, thank you for joining and and making comments. We've been reading through all the comments on on Instagram and following the. We've had a number of private messages too, and it's really cool to see that many of you want to be on the podcast many of you want to see what's going on inside the van so we are making notes and we are keeping track of everything and uh and you have some really good questions too great questions there yeah there's a few in particular that was oh i like that you know and and uh this is going to be interesting so it's going to be tough for us to choose Mm -hmm. and and or we might have to do do this a number of times yeah that could happen that could happen. Might piss off my mechanics. <laughs> I keep going. Yeah, there's just another couple of guests from the podcast. Yeah, screw this time your podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but we've started looking into venues. Yeah. Which GP venue we could work with, or league or league match, perhaps if it doesn't work for a GP. But you know, we have to work this around all of you, and it's going to be. Uh, we need to make sure that you can get yourself to a particular venue that we're going to be at, uh, whether it be in Poland or Sweden or England or, or Australia. Exactly. <laughs> but, and then we should meet you up at the venue. Yeah. And, and then we'll, uh, take care of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take care. <laughs> and it's going to be cool. You get to be a part of it. You get to see what really goes on. That's, you know, there is a, kind of a secret sacred loop there inside the van and we um yeah we spend a lot of our time there so you'll get a little bit more of an insight of um, yeah what goes on and you know it always always depends on the mood and where we are and what's happening but um it's it's interesting yeah Uh, i think this is gonna be really fun and then that's the experience and then have the podcast with you guys yeah and get the questions and get to know you. And some of you want to get to know us in yeah. your own way. Exactly. Which is kind of interesting. We're seeing that in your questions. You want to interview us when really we're telling you everything about us. But maybe we're not telling you everything about us because you want to know more. Yeah. And that's the fun part of it. Mm-hmm. And that makes it more, I don't know. How do you <laughs> makes it more it just makes it more it does make it more yeah you just want to do more podcast episodes and you and I will say that I ran into uh, we were in Molilla 
mm-hmm. recently and uh, doing an autograph signing with uh, with, a, with a collaboration with Monster and MX World, mm-hmm. Magnus's company. And there was a, a really, there's a few people that come up, but there's a really cool kid that came up and said, I love your podcast. Oh. And I look forward to listening to it every week. So you know who you are out there. And awesome. thanks. Those are the kind of comments we like to hear. And obviously, he, he, we are talking Swedish, but he, uh, he understands English great and can speak it. He's a young Swedish kid, so they all can speak English, right? Yeah, more or less. Even you, you're pretty young still, so. I'm really young. <laughs> <laughs> so, stay tuned, no. you guys. We will keep you informed. We're making notes, and we will be in contact with, uh, with the uh, people of choice at that time. But this is going to be really cool. Yeah, and it's probably going to be next season season yeah realistically to put it all together right and make it fit in perfectly it's got to be next season because it's going to be a little bit too tough and tight now this is uh, it'll take some planning but it's going to be worth it we promise you you're going to get the experience of a lifetime and uh well we we think it's yeah an experience of a lifetime but we're easily amused too <laughs> <laughs> that's true so i uh, moving on welcome to a new episode this has been an interesting week uh we were in the grand prix last weekend in slovenia kershko mm-hmm. which um was quite uh probably not the most exciting grand prix of the year by all means you actually got to sit and watch yeah i saw it on tv <clears throat> what was your view if i just say just give me your 15 second review of the grand prix Oh, that's hard. I had the kids around me all the time, so I didn't have the really concentrate, but... Uh, I don't actually know. It was... It looks like there was something with a... With a spray or something with a track. I didn't hear it. But yep. I heard that there was something. And we were just really happy that you, you did great. Uh, so I don't know, actually what to say about the GP like that. And I ask you because you're, you're neutral on this and you, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know all the specifics about it. But it wasn't that, that much exciting happening on the, on the track. It wasn't that much. So you noticed that too. Yeah. So as a rider, for sure it wasn't exciting. There was no passing. You know, I think there was two or three passes all night and it was all about making the start, which Speedway often is about making the start. And that doesn't matter. As long as there's some really close, tight racing, then it's exciting, you know. Mm-hmm. But it rained so hard on the Friday, on the practice day, and flooded the place. I mean, we're talking like less than an hour before practice started, the, the heavens opened. It just flooded the joint. And practice was canceled, so no practice. Oh. And then uh, we just had to go straight into the race on Saturday. Nothing else. That was it. They, it rained off and on pretty hard throughout the night up until sort of 10 o'clock in the morning, I think, on Saturday morning. And then the rain stopped. The sun came out. It was like 24 degrees. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they packed the track quite hard. They kept packing it. And the more they were packing it, it was like the dirt was going down and these little small stones were coming up out of the sur- out of the uh, the base. And it was just suddenly like this, like, gray scale track of just really fine little stones rocks and some of them it, I mean it was it was a couple inches deep it was it was deep really deep in some places and it was we kept looking at it going man this is not going to be fun to be in the back no. which I don't want to be in the back anyway exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's not the idea right so as they were packing it you could dig through and it was getting pretty hard and dry but as you dug down underneath some of the rocks it was still really dark colored material and you could see that it was still rather tacky down there there was still some some moisture in the soil Hmm. so after the first four heats or something it they graded the track and suddenly we ended up with these berms and and really heavy loose material but so it wasn't really bound together like clay it didn't hold together so it was like just burn we were ripping through it and it was just creating so much spray so if you were in the front you were you were home free but if you were in second place third place or even worse in fourth place you were the spray was so heavy and so painful with all those little rocks that 
there was no chance to overtake. So it became uh, so, you know, it was really, really a job just to hold a really smooth line in the front. So it got it got a little bit, yeah, a little bit rough and, and uh, not exciting at all. So for me, I was making pretty good starts all night. And if I didn't make a good start, I had a decent first corner. And that's what we call plan B. So if, you, if your plan A doesn't work, plan B is always an option and you have to execute plan B usually before you come out of the first corner. So that's probably within the first, you know, 15 seconds or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> plan B's got to be well into action, you know, uh-huh. maybe even not. Maybe it's only 10 seconds. So ended up semifinals, got to the final and um, didn't have a choice of gates. I got last pick so it wasn't really a pick it was a, a give yeah. given <laughs> at the outside gate so we went for a real crazy combination on the on the bike setup and just to i got one shot at this it's either going to be awesome or it's going to be just yeah <laughs> and it didn't the first moment when i dropped the clutch I was like yes i got this and then i came across the riding line and the thing started to spin up really bad and Plan B was no, I don't got this. <laughs> but I battled with Lindgren there and managed to get by him and got third and got on the podium, which was really cool. That's cool. And I uh, got a bag full of points, which lifted me in the the tables a little bit there too, and got me closer to the medal overall medal positions, which is what I'm shooting for. Yeah. So uh, I came away from that event really happy. We made tried some engine combinations throughout the night that I was pleased with and. Still going the right way, man. So I'm I'm aiming for a podium place at the end of the year. You are going to be there. <clears throat> Heck yeah. yeah. Well, that that explains because I I talked to a to a friend during the race that said that Greg Greg is taking the all the the, the starts, uh, and he's winning. Nobody is is passing him. And I was like, yeah, that's how it should be, you know. <laughs> that's great, man. <laughs> that's that's how it is. <laughs> but now I understand because how it works it's all about the start everybody knows that all you speed people out there you know that it's about the start you gotta make good starts today everybody's fast most of the tracks don't allow for much passing because they're either too deep or too rough or far too slick or too narrow you know there's so many variables and we all want the perfect track but unless it's like Torin, for instance you know that's just so many different varieties of race lines and it's wide and it's just it's awesome a place like that you know or some of the other tracks in poland are pretty good like that too and then you got manchester in the uk but we don't go there um you got to make starts so i put every little bit of time and effort into being first to the corner and try to execute that as much as possible and teach the youngsters like luke becker how to start yeah and uh, he gets tired of hearing me i'm like a broken record you know but i'm like dude you can tell me to shut up but once you manage it i'm not gonna shut up not until you manage it is, is it the same up. thing when you're in, <clears throat> in a in a red light with a car of course <laughs> of course it is it's uh no matter what you do even if you're like you know you got the family in the car or whatever and i might not just drop the you know foot off the brake and hit the gas but the reaction is like in my shoes my toes are moving in the shoes off the brake on the gas bang it's like how quick can i let off the brake and hit the gas at the same time it doesn't have to be false false it is yeah to be I'm first. Just like, and I, but i got it oh I was, i'm first across the intersection every time oh that's that's awesome because i don't <laughs> and it's that's just what it is you know it's a com- it's just one it's just what i do it's a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. It's like getting <laughs> sideways because that's what I do. Yeah. So that that was that part. Oh, by all means, please do. Please Should do. I? Yeah. Because yeah. what night is it? Is it what night? I, or? I think it's Wednesday. Is it Wednesday night? Yeah. Well, it, wait, wait. What was that sound? Should I try it again? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sounds good, doesn't that it? That sounded really good. My yeah. mechanic, Bajo, would say that is the best sound of the day. Of the day, every day. Of the day. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get him in trouble. Oh. But uh, anyway, you just opened yeah. us a nice... Uh, drink. Drink. <laughs> Cheers. That's what we do on our day off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is also the first try of the new gears. It Except is. Except the new mics. 
<clears throat> excuse me, our new recording devices, right? We talked about this last week, too. Oh, yeah, we did. And, of course, you guys all saw my... my Video? <laughs> yeah, my you know, well-produced Instagram. I like the editing. Did you like it? Yeah. It was real. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, really edited. Really. Yeah. And the dog, yes, the dog did get his tongue pretty much on my lips one time and kissed me the other mm. buddy. And buddy. I was like, oh, man, I don't know where that tongue's been, but that was just not good, buddy. <laughs> well, it was good. But that was just, maybe it was. It's all right. <laughs> Anyway, we got a new gear. We're yeah. testing it out. I'm pretty sure it's working good because you and I, have, we, we messed with it before we started recording tonight and we recorded while we were messing with it. It took like one and a half hour just to record. <laughs> yeah. And we should just play that one one time. Yeah. <laughs> we should do that. Because it was hilarious. For us anyway. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you guys need a few more of those to make it hilarious for yourselves. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. But I hope it will will make the sounds better in the upcoming episodes. It will. And when you guys do get on this, or one of you, or many of you, end up getting on the podcast with us, you get to partake in our new device. Oh, yeah. And you get your own mic. Yeah, we're going to... I think we need to name our devices. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, this is a Zoom model. Yeah. But it needs a name. It needs, like, a real name. Because I name my engines... Oh, you do? Yeah. I haven't I haven't got some of them named right now, but we always have it. There's a nickname kind of there, an unofficial, but I used to actually stamp every engine with a name on them. Oh, that's new. They were named. I went after rappers for a while. I had Snoop Dogg. I had uh, uh, Notorious, the B I Notorious B.I.G. I had, uh, which one else did I have? Ooh, I'm forgetting them all now. Oh, this come is... back to me. Yeah, it was fun, though. It's really cool. I had a, a, a colleague on, on leading a teaming. Yeah. Uh, and she was naming everything. The stamp, you know, and the, when you stamp the, uh, the papers. Uh-huh. And her computer and her, her car. And they all had a name. And she, she remembered what they, what they were called. Really? So can you go and get uh, Ole for me? And I was like, eh? Yeah, the stamp, you know. Or the... I don't know what you call that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's stamp. It's a stamp, yeah. yeah. So, Ulle was the stamp. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was Ulle. She had like... How the heck are you supposed to remember the names of all those? You have to like... She just did that. Cool. Okay, so this is the new Zoom device. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Would call, it would be called like... Rico. Something that can take everything. You know, you, we just... Rico. Rico. Recorder. Rico. Oh, Rico. Recorder. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> no, it's been good. Don't you guys have a word in Swedish called dastuna? Da, dastuna, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. That's kind of where you throw all that shit, right? Uh, exactly. Dastuna. <laughs> you don't throw it, you just <laughs> call it dastuna. Dastuna. Oh, dastuna. <laughs> you guys can Google that. Dastuna. It's like a shit can. <laughs> Yes. Directly translated. <laughs> this is where it all goes, right there. Just yeah. <laughs> but it's a nice device, and and it's quite easy to use. And so we hope that we will make it, and that you get better sound. Yeah. And when we when we get microphones, it probably get uh, even better. Yeah, when we can, when we'll have more people around us, we're gonna. Yeah, we're 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 growing. You know, this is we're gonna be big one day. Expanding. We are <laughs> so expanding, and to be on this, I mean, people are gonna probably pay us to be on this. Oh yeah. Someday. Someday. <laughs> <laughs> Another day. The key word was probably. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, but I'm gonna go back now because we went to. Uh, I don't want to get off track here. No, sorry, people don't. Yeah. People don't want to listen to us. No, talking about that. Dastuna. <laughs> but we we did Kershka last weekend and I don't I I don't often spend a lot of time in the van traveling for long distances these days. I really prefer to fly cuz I just uh I want to sleep flat in a bed and get up and go. Yeah. I never sleep good in the car that move in and we've had 
we had uh, an accident once a long time ago and it's really really hard for me just to relax in the car and sleep now because every time they touch a brake or swerve one time i'm like i sleep with one eye open you know like what like what can i do right but anyway and i trust my guys but it's just there's just something that sits there so i couldn't get a flight to fit with the travel from slovenia or zagreb in croatia which is just across the border from kursko where we were and to fit in to make it to the race on sunday at our home track in zhezhov in poland so i hopped in the car and did the thousand kilometer drive with them oh when the races were over and and they these guys do it all the time so i shouldn't make it out that it's a big deal but as we were talking about this and how much credit the guys don't get for all that they do all the crap that they got to deal with and the driving and they you know no none of them complain they're they're bad to the bone you know and i see like dudek's group and yanoski's group pavel pshepelski whose nickname is hashtag my name is pavel oh because people can't pronounce his last name so we nicknamed him hashtag my name is pavel hashtag my name uh. and um they these guys do this week in week out back and forth sweden poland sweden poland and never once do they complain you know and they get to the track they look fresh they look cool and you're just like yeah you just drove like 15 hours no biggie awesome i do it all the time so i did it last weekend with them and it was like we left at midnight or maybe no, it wasn't that late maybe 11 30 from the track in kershko and we rolled into jezhov at almost 11 in the morning because we stopped and had food on the way so so uh, nearly, 12 hours. nearly 12 hours mm-hmm. and that's non-stop guys changing every couple of hours oh. and then sleep so they do that which is cool oh. keep it rolling and then we raced in the evening there in the afternoon five o'clock so, and then um drove back they dropped me in krakow and i slept the night there and then got up in the morning and flew back to sweden and uh we had a great day by the way it was semi-finals Mm-hmm. Second round of the semifinals for us in Jezhov against Opole, and uh, we had a really good win, and so we're through to the finals now, which is sweet. Awesome. So we need to win that. That starts this weekend. We really, really want to win. We want to go to the first division for next year, so that we've achieved the first step of a three-step process of going from the second division to the extra liga, and then within three years. Oh. So this is going to be the first step if we do it and i hope we do perfect and luke becker rode with us too oh he did lucky luke mm-hmm. um after the sad loss of thomas and jack luke has found himself uh with a position in our team to race uh yeah he's if it fits in and they feel happy to give him letting him ride all the the meetings right now which is great oh so it always comes at the expense of another rider who can't ride, which really, really is disappointing the way it works. But yeah. rules and rules are rules. But Luke ended up with twelve points, I think, from his good. five rides. He did so so darn good, and his stars are getting so good, and he's just coming on leaps and bounds. And wow. uh, yeah, we're really really proud of him. And uh, I try not to tell him to his face too much because I don't want to blow his head up. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> and we're really hard on him. We call him the little Mexican. We call him not so lucky Luke, and and remind him of all the things that all the problems that he causes us all the time, which he doesn't. But we just tell him he does. But uh, now he's an awesome kid. Hey, he's he's great. Oh. He's really really cool. And uh, you don't want to roll out the red carpet for him, but uh, he's but such a good kid that you want to. You do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's rad. So we're stoked for that. Yeah, so just we, give him a banana for me next time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lucky Luke can his banana. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was off the track again. And that's all right. <clears throat> so we uh, we did that, and then I came back to Sweden, and then we were down racing last night down in Molilla in the first round of the semifinals against Vestavik. Oh. And... Uh, in fine form the swedish summer is gone now right mm-hmm. pretty much yeah he's, he's gone it's history there's no no turning back right no so yes the rain was there yesterday the rain came and the wind the wind is still here yeah and 
it was pretty wet and they they fixed the track we started their meeting and it was all right and then it came you know pretty heavy and they had to end up postponing the meeting and i don't know how long over an hour and they were working on the track and working on it and and then finally got it going again and we kicked off and uh, pavel Pshepelsky, as we talk about hashtag my name is pavel mm-hmm. he his ferry was canceled from poland to sweden on monday afternoon from gdynia Carl's Corona, I think he was going. Uh-huh. So they had to drive from that part, that top part of Poland there on the coast, which is a heck of a drive, all the way back down through Poland, back into Germany, and then come across, I think they came across maybe Rostock into Denmark, and then across Denmark to Sweden, Sweden, and then up. He showed up at the track at 6.53, they said, seven minutes before seven. Oh. The races start at 7. He's in heat one with me. Oh, no. And there's a YouTube video going around. I have to get it and send it. And it is, it's so rad because it shows you all about teamwork, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's there to help each other. So he shows up. Everyone's dressed. We're ready to go. And they come speeding in into the pits. And I'm telling you, within 30 seconds, I think his van is completely unloaded. All the stuff is up in the pits, and he's getting changed on the side of the van. It is so rad, the amount of people and the mechanics and riders and stuff that just came right down and helped get it up there. And he was there for the start of the first heat. How could that happen? It did. And he had the best night I think he's had all year. Ended up with 13 points, four wins, and a third or something. Wow. And he and I got a 5-1 in the last heat to uh, help us to get uh, an eight-point advantage over Vestervik in the end going into the second round. Nice. Really nice. That's really nice. However, there was a big downer for us, too, because Patrick Dudek, mm-hmm. Polish kid on our team, who's also number two in the world, current number two in the world, had a nasty, nasty crash together with Peter Jung and Maciej Janowski in uh, one of the late heats there. And he ended up kind of flying off of the high side of the bike and pretty high up in the air and came down in an awkward way and... Um, broke his upper arm oh. on the right side, and uh, which was not good. And it's never good to break a bone or have a crash. But the poor guy was, uh, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't pleasant. It wasn't a nice thing to see. But he he remained super cool and tough. And um, I think they've reached out to Monster and a few people and have found some some good doctors uh, uh, outside of. Uh, Poland now that are going to take care of him later this week as it's as it looks now and get him operated on and fixed up and and who knows at the moment how soon we'll see him back but you know I think they're doing everything they can to get him on the bike sooner than later so uh, yeah we just want to see that he's healthy oh yeah how is it I mean was was it just or uh, a broken arm yeah exactly yeah he didn't seem to have any other issues. He was very clear in the head. There was no other pain anywhere else. Oh. Uh, saying that, breaking the arm, I, even if he had pain somewhere else, I think he was probably only feeling it one place. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, no, I didn't mean to. No, no, no. I know. <laughs> yeah. So he, uh, I, he was, I still can't believe it because I've, I've, I've done the same. I've broken my upper arm on the left side. And uh, I remember the feeling and everything he was saying. I, it was like a flashback because I was, I went hung out with him there, and he was just talking so openly about it all. And you're, you're looking at him going, oh man, that, that's just I remember that too clearly, and I don't want to remember it. But um, he was good. He was like positive, like, oh, just sucks, but. It's kind of weird, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <It's kinda> weird. <laughs> he's such he's such a cool dude, and he's so mellow, and he's got such a great attitude. So um, he just wrote it out, and and they took him off to the ambu- in the ambulance to, to the hospital. And uh, when we, by the time we finished the meeting, he must have been still on the ambulance ride, and we had, he had had his phone with him, and he sent a message to Peter Carlson, our team manager, right. that said, "Congrats on a great win, guys!" with a oh. thumbs up. So that's pretty rad that he's still yeah. watching. He's in the ambulance and. <laughs> Maybe they, they injected him with something good to take away the pain. So hopefully, hopefully, hopefully he took a lot of that. <laughs> Give me some more, please. Yeah, totally. So oh, our thoughts it. are with you, Patrick. I'm sure you listen to this podcast every week, buddy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, that's 
that's bad and so how long were you away from from speedway when you <coughs> broke your arm that was in my second year in europe too 1990 1990 and i was out for three months i think oh and they operated and they put a plate on the back side of the arm and the thing that kept me out the longest was the nerve damage that i had because there's there's a big nerve that runs over the arm like they call it the radial nerve it comes mm -hmm. kind of over the top of the arm runs down and kind of comes down this part of your your forearm down to your thumb all right so and when they told me at the time and and uh, that when it's when it was uh fractured that the arm gets in, a, in an awkward position it can actually stretch that nerve uh -huh. hopefully it doesn't break it or something like that and it stretches the nerve and if they're not quick to get your arm back into position and in the right spot early the longer it's being stretched the longer it takes for that to come back oh but it heals it, it does heal they say you know and, and mine healed but it was i had a, a long time i had no feeling down the arm and i had no strength in the thumb so there's i still don't really have any power to lift the thumb like that and mm -hmm. it's it's still very numb like pins and needles all the way oh. up here so still to the day it's there but i mean i can use it but that oh. It took so long for that to come back, and I couldn't. I couldn't use the thumb, so um, that's why it was three oh, months. But three months, yeah. But I left the plate in the arm for like eighteen months, and then they operated and took the plate out, and you know, knock on wood. Yeah, no more. No, it's been good. I can't complain. So, and I'm sure today's medicine is even better operations and technology that you know, as long as the the fracture wasn't. Uh, too overly complicated that they'll fix them up pretty quick and you know oh oh that's how it is but it's racing right yeah but it's isn't is two races left in the in the gp yeah um that's gonna be hard to to ride two races and one of them is just a week and a half away oh and then also his Polish club, Falubas, Zelenogora, they have a, uh, a real uh, sort of desperate, they call it a barrage meeting against uh, one of the teams in the first division uh, oh. to, to race up against so that they can stay in the top level for next year, the top division, the extra liga. And they really need Patrick in the team so i'm sure that they're doing everything they can to try and get him back and i don't know if it's a possibility or not but like i said today's technology yeah and what they can do i wouldn't rule anything out like you know <laughs> they probably can do something six million dollar man <laughs> you can just change it for a robot arm for like a week or two so, so you can race and then get back to your heel it's true and he's probably thinking like that right now can oh. you just give me something different <laughs> i like that attitude i mean if i should break something it's like oh shit man i'm done yeah i'm done <laughs> give me more drugs and give me <laughs> i don't know it, it's true but, though and you go into you go into like I, I don't know what like rescue mode when you get hurt as a as a rider all you think is about how how long am i going to be out how quick what can i do to get this fixed quick so i can get going again that's all you go into this like i don't want to be out long i gotta do whatever i gotta do to get back on the bike like tomorrow oh the strange thing is if if you look at it like in that way is that if you race speedway and you you've been crashing probably a lot of times so you have pain in your body and you have broken your arms and the only thing you're thinking about is work right you know where i'm coming yeah so go to another guy or dude that's working in an office or something like that <laughs> and hurts his nail or thumb or whatever yeah. they can't work for i don't know <laughs> weeks or months to try to get this yeah you know so you can quick screaming yeah, 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 like just yeah. like disability. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. unemployment yeah. for as long as I can. Yeah. <laughs> but if you ride speedway, 
You just want to work. You just yeah. You don't want to be on unemployment. There's no. just not enough of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's kind of strange. It, it, that in that proves that a lot of things sits in your mind. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. There's a there's a lot sitting there, and then I'm sure the other thing that's sitting there is the the sad case of some of the contracts these days. You know, and some of these some of these contracts that we have, the professional ones are. You know, if you get injured in a, another country or in a world championship that you're contracted for this club in this league and you get injured in another place, then there's the chance that you could be faced with, with uh, a penalty, you know. So, um, which is a real shame, but I mean, we sign up for it. I don't know why we sign up for it sometimes, but we do. <laughs> and you just... What should you do? So, yeah, right. Do you have a choice? I need to find a surgeon fast. <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, within the next 24 hours. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure that's one of the first things that was, went through his mind. Because the same with me, when, even when I fell down the stairs last year. It's like, oh, no. This is rough. Oh. You start thinking about all these things immediately. You don't think about the time off and, oh, this is hers. And what am I going to do to fix it? It's like, I got to get this fixed. I'm going to be, this is not good. Which is really wrong, I think. You shouldn't be thinking like that. No, that shouldn't be the first thing. You should be, you, the first thing you should be thinking about, you want to go back to work because it's so damn fun. Right. I want to be back there because, or I want this point, sorry. Yeah, so that's what you do. That's what happens. So you go through, first you go through <laughs> the, the major panic, right? Of, oh crap. Uh-huh. Now I'm, potentially I can be in trouble. So you try to take the negative and make it positive. You're like, okay, I got to find a really good doctor really quick because all I want to do is get sideways <laughs> so they can start getting back into this and everybody will be happy. Maybe they won't even know anything ever happened. <laughs> I'm just going to brush it into the carpet. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, okay. Okay, so that that's one of the reasons, of course. Without a doubt. <clears throat> that's definitely, sadly, that's one of the things that goes through every writer's mind Yeah. if you're, uh, you know, depending on where you got got to deal. But it is what it is, you know. Like I said, we signed up for it, which is... You know, till the writers can actually get together and 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 try to help to compromise and make things work, it's always going to be like that. Yeah, but in one way, yeah, it's absolutely right. It shouldn't be like that. But then again, it proves that it's in your mind that you actually can fix it. Or, and of course, maybe you have a fast way into doctors or have people that knows guys or whatever, so you can get fast into the line that regular people maybe don't do in Sweden when there is a line or queue for getting to the right doctor. Exactly. Uh, But when, when you met the doctor or got your surgery or what it is, after that, you just want to go back and race fast again, or you can go back fast because that's how it works. And it sits in your head in that way. True. And regular people just want to be, Hold their feet up. <laughs> not, not everybody. No, 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 not, not like that. But you can be, so you should be, because that's the the best for your body. Or that's right, and that's the way it works, right? That's how it's yeah. written, so you can do it like that. Yeah, of course, and and that's a good thing, of course. Yeah, as long as it's not being overused. Probably for our sake, <clears throat> it would be much more advantageous to actually do that put your feet up and take it easy because your body needs that time it needs the rest oh uh, you know a lot of us go into that that beast mode and we know too that if if we keep the blood pumping it keeps makes the healing process go faster you don't sit still you don't get the uh the stiffness or the uh and uh, inability to move around or, or you lose muscle mass because you're in a in a plaster or you know a cast or something like that and that's not something you want to have so it's as soon as you see somebody puts a bandage on or a plaster you know a cast mm. yeah the, for me that's just like oh crap oh this is gonna suck so bad you know because you can automatically you already see right away that's like okay my arm's gonna be like this and i'm gonna lose i'm gonna have to, it's gonna be tough to straighten my arm or my finger or my elbow or whatever it is you know oh uh, shit, but, but then again, if you get up moving, you don't feel bad for yourself. So totally, and that's and that's good for the 
Yeah. I'm a big believer in that. It's all in the mind. Yeah. And of course, you know, you have to take it easy. If, if something needs to heal in a specific way, you can't put pressure on it. You can't put weight on a, a weight-bearing bone because it needs everything needs to start to knit and come together and damage it. You've got to take it easy. But we all stretched the limit. Yeah. The doctor said six weeks, so we can do it in four. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Technically, they got to say six weeks, but, you know, it was like my shoulder. They said six months, and after three, you're thinking doesn't feel too bad but then, can use it. Yeah. in four four months you're like i feel pretty good <laughs> <laughs> and oh. that's good and it, that's what you need to do in in everything in life i think like it's in your mind it's got to oh. help a little bit right yeah but, yeah, but it's it's a long way to go because that's not at least not for me i mean that's takes time to to realize actually it's like that and then start thinking in that way and then when you're actually doing it it's that's how it is yeah totally if we talk about yeah i mean that way you have to be somewhat you got to be positive i i think so mm -hmm. you don't have to be but you can be you can choose to be exactly you can choose to be yeah did yeah. you see it I was on a lecture with uh, Kai Pollock, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a Swedish guy. I see. Who's movie Kai maker. And oh, okay. Kai Pollock. I, I don't know exactly what he's done, but he's done movies in Sweden. And uh, he, he had this lecture about uh, that you can choose everything. You can choose everything. Mm -hmm. So he had a, a, a happy guy and a, and a sad guy. And is like he talked about the traffic, when it's a traffic jam, and there right. are people that that are angry. <laughs> mm. But that's a choose, you, you, a choice. So you can choose to to be happy, or don't do anything about it, or you can choose to actually be angry about that situation. Right. I'm thinking about that a lot because it's like, yes, I can choose to be angry now, or disappointed, or sad or whatever but i can also choose to be happy and just accept that i can't do anything about this yeah of course it can be harder to do to come that way in some situations but i mean in the end you can choose to actually try to be in another way it can be that for sure and we've all been there and we'll all be there again and you're sitting there stuck behind who knows how many cars oh. and you can't go left you can't go right you can't go backwards and you can't go forwards and you that's when you just go you know what okay i'm good with this i can listen to a podcast i yeah know, that's right yeah. <laughs> i have 45 more minutes <laughs> <laughs> i always remember what a uh, guy a reporter or an editor from the speedway star magazine his name is richard clark <clears throat> and uh, he said to me one time, and Billy and Ham Billy Hamill and I were with him on a on a tour down in London, and uh, for a day, and uh, he entertained us with a few a few beers, starting at a at a pub opened in the morning at like ten o'clock or something. Oh. We started drinking, <laughs> we drank all day. He's he he was trying to get us to come down there and have a day with him. And I'm not a big drinker anyway, you know, especially right now when we're drinking non-alcoholic oh, beers. Yeah. We really <laughs> feel tough when we open the bottle, and everybody thinks we are. Yeah, but that's true. But uh, yeah, and then we just act like we're getting drunk, right? Yep. Yeah. But anyway, we did get drunk this particular day, mm -hmm. and um, it was just one of those deals. And and our phones were ringing. He's like, "Don't answer it. Just whoever it is, just remember, when you're out, you're out." <laughs> and I've never forgot about that. So it's like, so when I'm sometimes I'll be sitting in traffic, and I'm getting frustrated because I know I'm going to be late to something or. Um, this isn't going to happen or whatever. It's just not going right. And I'll, I always think, i got to find a way through this. And I think about him. When you're out, you're out. <laughs> you know, that's, that's... I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should do something about it. When you're out, you're out. When like you're out, coffee you're... cups or... Totally, right? Yeah. Or something that you actually bring when you're out. Yeah. Like a hat. <laughs> <laughs> you should have that in the car with you all the time. Oh, you should 
that says when you're out, you're out. So that thing sits on your dashboard staring at you. So, yeah. When you're out, like one of those Havana girls that's swinging. <laughs> when you're out, you're out. <laughs> that could go somewhere else. Oh. <laughs> when it's out, it's out. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> but that's true. It's important. You got to be positive. You got to look for the way forward. And my dad is another big influence. Mm-hmm. Because my dad is like loves to drive and he's he'll drive and he's got just am fm radio he won't even have a cd player he's got an old pickup that he he loves to drive stick shift uh-huh. and <clears throat> he'll be driving that thing on the freeways in california and he drives you know five or ten miles an hour below the speed limit below okay below the speed limit so he doesn't need to get anywhere in a hurry he cruising He's cruising constantly, and it doesn't matter if somebody pulls in the front of him. There's no like you sob or you, you know, like this. He's just like, oh, oops, oh, what a bummer. <laughs> he probably didn't see me. No, <laughs> you know. Oh. I want to be like that. Coffee stains down the front of his shirt because the guy he had made him slam on the brakes or do something wrong. Oh, oh, what a bummer. He's <laughs> like, I need more of that, right? Oh. I. I you can't buy it. <laughs> no way. No. It'd be fun to try and bottle it and put it, sell it, you know. You can make a lot of money. True. Probably not going to happen, though. No. Um. Mm. So, going back to that, Patrick Dudek, he's on the way back, and um, he'll be good soon. So, we had a, we've had a good week, good races, and there's, you know, we're going for the second round of the We'll start the finals this week in Poland. We're at the second round of the playoffs, semifinals in Sweden next week. And uh, things are looking good. Momentum is there. And it's just it's up to us to put it together. But You will. Our club, Dakona, they rock, man. It's it's a great team. It's a good group of guys. And uh, I'm pretty stoked to be there. That's really nice to hear. I mean, that's a good day at work. Totally. And the same in Jezhov. It's it's a good group of guys. It's a good deal. So it's like you got to love your work environment, right? True. It must be the same when you go to work every day. And you're all your guys always, and we've talked about this, you know, when you walk into West Art, most of those dudes, maybe you see them every day. So maybe they, you know, everyone can come in with their yeah. tail between their legs once in a while or, you know, Everybody gravel. Does. Yeah. <laughs> get, their, get their chin in the, in the gravel. Mm-hmm. But it sure, it sure makes a big difference to walk in. Hey, how's it going? Good morning. Yeah. It is, and uh, and I think that the first thing in the morning, the most important thing at Westart is the coffee. It's pretty much for everybody, right? Yeah. Doesn't matter what you do. No, I don't think so. <laughs> it's gotta but be the coffee. It's just the the talk about it that you should prepare the the coffee maker the day before, so you just go in and turn on it, turn it on, mm-hmm. and if the first one who gets there uh, don't turn it on there would be a discussion about it right you take, <laughs> we'll take this up at the next board meeting yeah yeah this is important <laughs> yeah but that's see you guys are jacked up there because you have the machine that you just turn on and press a button too oh yeah but that one is is uh, broken right now okay that we're hooking up a new one oh, so now you've gone back to the old school way of like you gotta fit you know fill up the coffee the water in the thing oh. and put the coffee grinds into oh, the filter and then put it in there and then turn it on that's a job man yeah but the thing is that that more than half of the guys actually love that coffee so they don't drink the the espresso the, the machine thing so do you guys have like an unwritten rule or a, or a written rule in there that like if you don't drink filtered coffee and you only drink the one from the machine like the the quick push the button that you don't have to worry about the other one you don't have to take care of the coffee filters if you're the yes. automatic guy that's why i use the machine right no it isn't <laughs> i did, like did, the machine thing. Exclude, <laughs> they exclude you from that one yeah but i don't i'm not in included in other ones that much <laughs> actually <laughs> right got it yeah well it tastes thermos you know when you have it when you put it up on a tv can or oh right yeah, yeah. After a while, it starts to burn. Just burn or taste like it has been on the in the can. Right. I think so, but they think that's the best part of it. 
Yeah, but that that is true though, because we even at home we make coffee in the morning and we put it into as soon as it's done we put it into a thermos, uh, you know, with a quick pour model. Yeah. And because I don't like that either when you leave it on the pot, in the pot on the on the burner on the on the coffee machine because that it does start to get burnt and it tastes horrible for me. Yeah. So I like to take it fresh out of there, pour it into a thermos. And we usually drink it within an hour or so anyway, so it's gone. Yeah, because we're freaks. But so. but our our coffee maker is yeah. it, it brews the coffee right into the thermos, oh. so we don't have the can, the, the glass can. Okay, so you cut out the middleman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good deal. Yeah. Right. That works. Mm-hmm. But you know, it shouldn't stay in there that long anyway. That it starts to taste like the thermos. You just drink it. Yeah, but then. That's true. I don't know. I I think it's just in my head why it tastes like that. <clears throat> because I want the machine. I like that coffee. I would agree. I think the machine's good, and it's like it's one cup. Yes. You know, and you get a good fresh cup every single time. And you got this. I don't know what you call it. The crema. Uh huh. On the coffee, not just the black thing. You get a little bit stronger. And it smells good. It does smell good and it's just the press of that button too it's just like feels like you just started the day yeah and it actually yeah. takes like two minutes to make it or one minute i don't know but you got like a break i'm making coffee you can't touch me right now because i'm making coffee and you feel like you have power then or yes <clears throat> leave me alone i'm making coffee yeah okay can you please help me with uh, just taking a coffee <laughs> Pika. 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 Ten times a day. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, that's how it is. It is. Mm. Anyway, yeah. it's been a great week. And uh, there's a lot more coming up here. So, how about you? You guys got a busy week ahead? Yeah. Uh, I think we have a lot of things to do next week. There are customer meetings and stuff like that does that make of you excited course. it makes me excited i like that i love the the meetings yeah it's the the work in between that is hard gotcha you have to do something about what happened on the meeting you know <laughs> sure that's why you got the team yes of you course you to initiate and then you just start delegating this <laughs> <laughs> please He's no. big man. i love to do other things too but I like the meetings when you have, when you can meet people and actually starting to know, know them and know a new company and they tell you the secrets why they work for them and I like that. It's cool. Yeah. Having fun. So yeah, and you? I'm off to France on Friday. I'm going to a place, I'm flying into Bordeaux, in the southwest of France, and there's uh, an event called the Speedway, the Diamond Cup, oh. and it's a new series put on by the guy who owns our club, uh, Zhezhov, and he's created this new series, I think it's five rounds in total they're doing, <clears throat> and the first round is this weekend, I should say Friday, and uh, down in uh, the south of France there, and it's it's going to be rad, there's five round series and the overall winner of all the rounds wins a diamond worth half a million Polish lottie. Oh. And how much is that in, in dollars? It's a lot. Oh, that's Which a lot. Is, what, what can that be? Uh, oh, $150,000 or something? Oh, shit. So it's a, a lot more than... Yeah, it's quite, yeah, it's quite a bit more. I'm going to look at this now and tell you exactly what it is. I got my... I got my uh, xe.com ah, app right here. I'm going to tell you at today's uh, exchange rate what that would be. That would be actually $135,000. $135,000. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Five races. And there's a new car, new Toyota car up for grabs at, I don't know if it's at every event. But various events, so the winner of the, of the individual event will win a car. Wow. How cool would that be to win all five events and have five new cars? 
Awesome. And then a $135,000 diamond. That would just put it in me. I would put it just like. On the ring? <laughs> <laughs> on a ring or, yeah, maybe. But maybe, how do you, maybe one earring, just one. Do you actually get a diamond or is it just. You get a diamond. Wow. It's a true cut diamond and, um, you know, all that comes with all the documentation and paperwork. But, man, what do you do with a badass diamond like that? Do you take it in a van home? Maybe. <laughs> Strange. I'm not going to tell you. No, exactly. You don't want to have that diamond. You want to have it on your account. Diamond on the account. When you Diamonds in go the back to the States and say that, I got this diamond. Walk through the airport. Yeah. That doesn't work. Yeah. Or is it real? And you're like, no, it's just a cubic zirconia. Yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing, really. Or you just put it on a big ass necklace and hang it around your chest. Oh, that's how you do. That'd be pretty cool too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're thinking about all this crazy stuff. But anyway, you win a diamond worth half a million zloty, and awesome. it's a lot of prizes. It's pretty cool. The whole the way he's doing it, it's it's pretty rad, you know. And it's it's going to be. The way they're doing the points, I haven't read the all the fine lines of the uh, of the point system, but you'll be able to earn, you know, more points in one in one particular part of the event than in others or different events, and and um, it makes it a pretty attractive series. Nice. It's going to different venues that we don't go to every day too, and there's even around here in Sweden in down in Motala. Oh, so there will be around there. There'll be around at our track in Jezhov. There's around in Slovenia and Kursko. Uh Where's the other one at? I think there's one is more still. Every weekend from now or? No, it's kind of random. They had to cancel the first round, which is this one in France earlier due to when this Thomas Injayak passed away. Oh, okay. Uh, that created some, some issues. So they, they postponed the whole thing and uh, it takes, starts now this weekend. So um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully it's going to be a successful because this guy's got, he's a pretty clever dude and he's, He's very eccentric, and he does things in a different way than you see every day in Speedway. So he wants to uh, – I like what he's doing. I think it's really cool. He seems to want to uh, do do something different. He wants to be different, and he wants – he cuts out a lot of the the, the issues that we, that we seem to run into today, and he, he really uh, seems to like to see a balance between the whole overall makeup. So I don't want to say any more than that. It's just going to be cool. Cool, and you're going to you're going to ride. Yes. Nice. So gonna ride in that, and then straight back to Poland for the race on Sunday. So it's a heck of a drive, though. The boys left tonight at ten o'clock uh -huh. from Poland, so it's like a twenty-hour drive. Oh, I think, I think they said it's two thousand two hundred kilometers from where they are in Poland to to France. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. you're then the race is on Friday, and then the guys are going back twenty hours to Poland. Yep. Straight after the event, they take off, come straight back. And then you're riding on Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. So they leave Friday. And the race starts at 8, so you got a two, three hours, say three hours, so 11, if they get out of there between 11 and 12 in the evening, and then they got 20 hours back. So they're back. Mm -hmm. And that's on Sunday, and then on Tuesday, there's a new. Yep, and Tuesday, we're race. back down in Vestavik. Cheers, man. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> you need it. <laughs> <laughs> so, they need it more than I do because they, you know, I I take the uh, I take the high road up there in the uh, up in the bird, the big bird. So, they do the drive, and and uh, again, I take my hat off to them. The mechanics get overlooked constantly, and uh, without them, we are nothing. True, mm. but yeah, hard work. Can be. Yeah can be and um but they do it they do it well and they don't complain like i said they're just they're unbelievable they're like machines sometimes and you need a good team of people around you no matter what you do right yeah that's true <clears throat> but it feels like like i don't know actually it just felt like this summer was kind of open or you had more days in between some races you had more more free days and then now at the end of the season it's stacking up pile it all up yeah. again yeah it was like that i mean the schedule overall this year was completely different between the grand prix races poland we ended up with having like i think a six week break or seven weeks at one stage wow 
and then uh, then I didn't ride a couple of events in Poland too with our team because they we uh, the way they were structuring the team this year too to run some of the the youngsters and mm-hmm. and uh, let them get some more experience so I missed a few races there so I did end up with a lot of days off but um, it's great in one way and it's really hard in other ways because you you're trying to build a momentum and and uh, you know pr- I, I kept continue practicing constantly and trying new things but you need those race hours and seat time in, a, in an actual race circumstance to, to stay on your game. And uh, sometimes you uh, don't want to be sitting on your butt for too long. Uh, I understand that. Very true. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of sitting on our butts, I say uh, we wrap it up. Let's and do we, it. we call it a night, unless there's something else you really want to share. Yeah, you need to get off your mind. Is there anything that you want to share? Like, I don't know. No, I don't know, actually. I don't think so. Just want to have them chips again. I know we had to stop eating uh, salted potato chips, right? Because sounded. <laughs> should I do it? Yeah, you guys have to hear this. I'll, I'll just do it for you people, just so you can the appreciate. The new gears are good. You can appreciate our new gear, ready? Enjoy. next week on the Real 45 Podcast. Welcome to Real 45 with Stefan and Greg Hancock. We vibe out and have real talk, so tune in and check this out. Yeah, today is a new day. Let's seize it now and get hyped. We talking about our careers, our family, and just life. Yeah, share my story with you. Inspiration like every day. Real 45, we gonna keep it live. I keep episodes on replay. Hey, Real 45. Yeah, Real 45. Show them how we do it, man. Yeah.